Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, good morning Russell. Russell. Good, morning, good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this wonderful week gone by, for the opportunity to come to you and to learn. We thank you for the revelation that you pour into our hearts. We thank you for the wisdom that you give us, Lord. Every day when we are fed through your word, you show us something new and then out of that you are doing a new thing in our life. We thank you, Lord, that you are revealing more and more of yourself to, you, to us, even in small bite sizes, coming down to our level to the extent that we are able to consume so that when we know you more, we understand you better. Our relationship with you improves. And the amount of light in our life grows. And it is that light that is on our head that decides what happens on our surroundings. We thank you, Father. We thank you for the restful weekend that you have given us ahead. We thank you, Lord, for the time that we are able to spend with family, with friends. And we are able to spend with you every single day. We thank you, Lord, for the very gift of life, for the air we breathe, for every body function that performs in the way that you designed it, for our health, for our strength, our well-being, mentally and physically, for our safety, that we are kept protected in our going out and in our coming in. We thank you, Lord. In all our challenges, you preserve and keep us. We thank you, Father. And we thank you that you pour your peace and joy into our hearts. That despite all our worries and our cares, our challenges, we're able to put that outside our room, our place of prayer, our secret place. And to commune with you. To pray. To receive from you, to draw and drink from you again. To go back with an answer. And we share that same peace and joy with all those that are part of this prayer meeting <clears throat> and this praying family. We share it with all those that are Christians and do not yet know you, all those that do not want to know you. We share your peace and joy with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and all those that have no one to pray for them, Lord. And we ask for a quickening in the spirit of everyone, Lord to draw them towards you, just like you called us by name, you call them as well, Father. For we know that when you call, then there is renewal, there is transformation, there is salvation. And as we make our prayer and our reflection, we call on your name in confidence, knowing that we cannot go back in shame. We call on the name of the Most High, the Great I Am, the Lifter of Men, the Ancient of Days, the God of Peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet, the one who is our strength and our shield, the Holy One of Israel, who only does wondrous things. And we pray in the name of your Son, Jesus, the one who taught us faith, our rock and our refuge on which our Christian life and experience is built, the one who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge, 
the bridge to the Father, the Lord who heals. And we pray in the name of His Spirit, the Spirit of the Living God, the Spirit of El Shaddai, the breath of the Father, who gives life to our spirit, raised with one who raised Jesus from the dead and now gives life to this mortal body that we carry, so that we are charged in a spirit to receive that revelation, so that that revelation brings transformation, so that it enriches our life and our Christian experience and may that is made into a testimony for all to see the jealous love of the Father, the Lord who is in the midst of his people and is mighty. We pray in the name of that Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy and your grace upon our lives. We thank you for angels, for destiny helpers. We thank you for family. We thank you for the home, the roof over our head that you have given us. We thank you for the gift of your word and your spirit, the gift of prayer. We thank you, Father, that you are doing a new thing in our life every single day. We thank you, Lord, for all the powerful testimonies that we have experienced during our Bible study session yesterday. We thank you, Lord, for all that investment that you place upon our lives, your deposit of grace. Your jealous love, that is the difference between us not having our testimony and between us walking within that protection, the hedge of your defense that you have given around us. We thank you, Father, that you choose us in all our imperfections, in all our weaknesses, in all our sinfulness, in all our fallen state. That while we are still sinners, while we were still your enemies, yet you chose to die for us, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. And as we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We draw that bloodline around each of them and declare that as our hedge of protection in a special way for our children. And we call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of these to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and any kind of natural disasters against all kinds of spiritual attack as well. We command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus and we declare divine exemption from all those kinds of calamities. We thank you, Jesus. You have given us the power of life in our word. And we herald that power by proclaiming your word from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11. It says, as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it, without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is our word that goes out of our mouths this day. And we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will accomplish what we desire and achieve the purpose for which we send it when we send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And today we get into the third part of our reflection on a chosen race and a royal priesthood. 
Yesterday, we reflected on the royal priesthood of Jesus, him being in the order of Melchizedek, who was a king and a priest. And today, we reflect on our priesthood. Just after Jesus said to Peter, when Peter said, Lord, I will not let you go to the cross. And Jesus said, get behind me, Satan. Then we see in Luke 22, verse 32, Jesus said to him, when you have turned back, strengthen your brothers. Notice he said, when you have turned back, meaning when you have understood the difference and you have repented. You have understood that mistake and repented. Strengthen your brothers. So priesthood is the uh, priesthood and intercession in general is the duty of every born again and saved Christian. But Romans 8 verse 17 says, Now if we are children of God, adopted children, that is, adopted through the death of Jesus, brought back into God's family, then this verse says, Romans 8 verse 17 says, we are heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ. We inherit that royalty now. The royalty of Adam that was lost when he sinned, we now regain through the righteousness of Jesus that he puts upon us through salvation. But God didn't stop there. In Acts 2 verse 4, he gave the apostles and through them, spiritually speaking, he gave us, when each of us has our own Pentecost, he gave us the Holy Ghost. Recognizing our vulnerability, he said, I will put my spirit in you so that your vulnerability is covered, you are strengthened and you can no longer go back to the sins that had captured you. And that is why that baptism in the spirit, that born again experience is necessary. So that now we are renewed by his strength. That is what really means by let the weak say I am strong in the strength of the Lord. You need the Holy Ghost for that. It is not just about making a declaration and then expecting that what we have said will come to pass. When believers are baptized, they are filled with the Holy Ghost and so now we become temples of God. That's 1 Corinthians 6 verse 19. So getting back to our priesthood there, you see God moved from the tabernacle in the wilderness to the temple built by Solomon and now in the post New Testament times, right from the Acts of the Apostles and in our times as well, you see he has moved back again into a tabernacle, but this time, this tabernacle is the temple of the Holy Spirit, your own body. He is no longer now residing just in one temple in the midst of his people. This temple is his very people. And then 1 Peter 2 verse 5 says, You also, when he says you also, meaning you like Jesus, just like Jesus, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood. 
offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. So royalty conferred upon you, you become a temple of God and now a priest offering spiritual sacrifices for yourself and for others in that temple which is your own body through your personal prayer and intercession. Look at what Romans 12 verse 1 says about that sacrifice. It says, in view of God's mercy, offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. That is your true and proper worship. So when you are saved, he restores your glory in the spirit. You become part of his family. It is like him restoring the image and likeness in which you were created when we first were created in Adam. That image and likeness is what he is restoring here when he pours his spirit, when he makes us his temple. That glory now resides once again within us. That glory which was taken away from Adam when he sinned is now put back. You now are an ambassador for the kingdom of heaven. You are given authority and can command in Jesus' name. There are numerous verses where Jesus says, I am giving you authority. And then you can enforce his authority as his representative, as his ambassador. As a disciple, Jesus provides that authority of being, use, being able to use his name and decree in that name. And then he said, go and make disciples of all men everywhere. Give them that same authority that they may be able to decree as well. That entire race of people can now be chosen ambassadors. Carrying that same authority and praying on behalf of the others as priests. Living stones in that spiritual house. 1 Peter 2 verse 5 that we just saw. Every single one being added as a stone in that spiritual house called the church of God. His people. And then you exercise this priesthood, your priesthood, commanding in your prayer, bearing in mind this authority. Every single one of us can do that. So now when he says, a royal priesthood and a holy nation, he means that you are a kingdom of kings and priests. Everyone carrying authority and everyone exercising priesthood. Every believer in the kingdom therefore carries that royal authority as an ambassador. Now they could be businessmen, soldiers, farmers, traders, workers, and you as well, whatever profession you are leading. And yet, every single one of us can be priests. Why? Because we are given that authority and can behave as priests, offering worship, offering sacrifice and intercession for all God's people. So every one of us, when you look at this now understanding in conjunction with that verse of 1 Peter 2.5, Every believer is an extension of Jesus. 
Jesus, the cornerstone of that house on which it stands, and then every other stone added into it. Every other one becomes that part of that house. We become the body of Christ. And we confess that in our daily confession scriptures as well. We become his church. And then 1 Peter 2.9 goes on to say, it's not just a royal priesthood, a chosen race and a royal priesthood, but you become God's special possession. Remember what we reflected on in Genesis 12 verse 3. His jealous love that guards and protects. I will bless those that bless you, curse those that curse you. Now what is the purpose of all this discussion then on the chosen race and royal priesthood? We are to take on that priesthood in Jesus' style. Putting on his nature of meekness. The combination of the lion and the lamb. Meekness and humbleness, yet praying with authority. Offering our bodies as living sacrifice like that lamb. And this may have to go on to the extent of Galatians 2 verse 20. Being crucified in the flesh with Christ. That is giving all our fleshly ways up to make way for holiness. Becoming a holy nation and serving people just like Jesus did out of love. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask for that wisdom and I ask for the grace upon each of our lives, Lord. To build that holiness. To get rid of fleshly ways that take us away from you. That, that incline us towards sin, but also towards the secular. For Jesus said, be holy just as I am holy. Help us build that holiness in our lives, Lord. We ask for that grace. For out of our own flesh that lusts against the Spirit. We cannot do it. But our Spirit is fed by your Holy Spirit. So we ask for that grace upon our lives. We surrender our flesh to your Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. We ask for that edification in our lives this day. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families and our friends, in a special way, we pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized this day will undergo any kind of procedures. All those that are terminally ill. In your name, Jesus, in the spirit, we lay hands on them. And we declare a complete restoration. We declare a forgiveness of sins and we declare a restoration of body and spirit and mind for them. We pray for all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. We pray also, Lord, for all those of your people 
And in many ways, each of us are yoked under some kind of bad habit, under some kind of addiction, under some kind of slavery or bondage from the enemy. Including poverty, busyness, ambitions that take us away from you. Prayerlessness. We ask for that grace upon your anointing upon each of these lives, Lord, that every yoke of the enemy be broken, that there is freedom. We ask for light and for revelation, Lord, that you show the way, the blueprint of how they can come out of these. And through your grace, led by your spirit, when we walk in agreement with your spirit, Father, there is freedom irreversibly, permanently from those limitations. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Quicken them, O Lord, that they might call upon your name and be delivered. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. We now come in agreement with each other to release our prayer and our faith, believing that whatever we have asked for at this platform, this platform, this uh, altar of answered prayer, we have received in the spirit. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Rasta <laughs> <laughs> 
Eta prosti ala ranchera tella rapata skata Khadi yandele rentele dede kete kete Kada desta la randa lambroya Ayyadi dere rada Aparapada rada sta la in the mighty and powerful name of Jesus, we release our faith, Lord, and we say, Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The words that were spoken to me this morning while we were praying. Where my Holy Spirit dwells, there is freedom. I am your Lord. I am your shepherd. I am your God. The scripture I've been given is from Matthew 28, 18 to 20. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the close of the age. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are receiving a word from the Lord, please unmute and speak, or you can type it in the chat as well. If you are being blessed by these reflections, Brother Savio's reflections as well, and the Divine Mercy Chaplet and the Rosary that is run every day. Please share those, including the Friday Bible study sessions as well. If they are blessing you, share them with your family and friends. We post them on all our social media channels as well. And there are recordings stored on our podcast channel as well. You can find those links in our Telegram group. Share them with your family. Give that as a gift to at least one person where there is transformation in their lives. What is blessing you, let that same thing bless them as well. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from the book of Ephesians, chapter 2, verse 19, quoted from the NIV, where it says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. And the second one is from Haggai 1 verse 8, quoted from the NIV. And we took this or touched upon this in our Bible study last night as well. It says here, go up into the mountains and bring down timber and build my house so that I may take pleasure in it and be honored, says the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of your lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you, Rasul. God bless everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.